Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. So, let's go ahead and get going. I don't want to waste your time here. So, the basics of blues soloing. Now, when you first start learning how to play blues, the first place most people start is they learn how to play what's called the minor pentatonic scale. And I certainly have a lot of videos that teach you about this sort of thing on YouTube. Although we'll go into more detail uh, in the guitar course, but taking that scale right there and learning how to play through it creatively. Like one of the biggest things that people talk about, well, is, well, how come my solos always sound like scales? And oftentimes the reason is, is because you're playing it like a scale. You know, if you go, it's gonna sound a lot like a scale, but if you learn how to start and stop in different places, and I always think of it kind of like speaking or, or singing, right? Where we need phrasing. We need to start thinking about phrasing. So as we're playing, instead of going, let's start thinking about breaking that into smaller pieces and doing some repetition. So if I had this going behind me. And I go. Now you'll notice what I'm doing is I'm playing the pentatonic. But I'm actually creating a, a lick or a phrase out of it by starting somewhere and then stopping. And you'll notice as I stop, I'm, I'm stopping on the note A, which is what we would consider my root of this chord. So I went up, back down, and then back to the A and created this little phrase. Now, because I played in the center, what I might do for the next one is maybe head up a little bit higher up and change the phrasing. So instead of doing ba da 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 I don't want that. I want to change it up. So I have... You see? Okay, so you just start learning how to take the movements that you normally do on the guitar and you start breaking it into bigger and smaller chunks. And you start thinking about adding some repetition in there. It's okay to go back to the same notes. And then what I like to do then is I start adding in um, some little effects. And again, we're going to talk all about this stuff in the, in the guitar course, but things like hammer-ons or pull-offs or slides, right? So if I'm playing just that little subtle slide can sound really, really cool. 
See that? See that? Using pull-offs. Or hammer-ons. Now, of course, all of these various techniques take some time to develop, and we only have so much time together right now. But if, you're, if you've been soloing for a while, these are things I want you to be thinking about is as you're playing, don't just pick everything. It's okay to pick, no doubt about it, right? But start learning how to add some of these other effects in. Think about your phrasing, right? Think about uh, hammer-ons or pull-offs or slides and start utilizing that stuff. And if, if all this stuff is new to you, again, If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. You know, I have a bunch of videos out on YouTube that you can certainly watch and, and grab, or you can, you know, take a look at the guitar course that I'm talking about. And everything's in a methodical order. So it helps you to learn all of these techniques and how to apply them to your playing, which sometimes people need more than just a video here and there. And if you, if you don't, that's great. And if you do, have a look at the, uh, the link in the description and see if it helps you. So as I'm playing, I'm using pull-offs and hammer-ons and slides to make some interesting stuff with it. And then I start adding in two of my favorite things, which is bending and vibrato. Now again, all of these techniques, if you're new to them, they all take time. You need to nurture them by spending time learning how to do a bend or learning how to do a vibrato, different things like that. Um, but they're really important because it isn't just the notes that you're playing. Soloing isn't really about that. Soloing starts with learning how to phrase properly and make the, the motions, the forward or backward motions that you're making sound more interesting by adding in subtle elements, which I call vocal techniques, which are hammer-ons and pull-offs and slides and things like that. So as you're playing, just something small that you can do. So I'm doing that little slide and then adding some vibrato. See, jump over some notes to try and make, again, if I'm playing in the gut of the guitar, I might move up. See, now again, I'm not asking you to replicate everything I'm doing. I just want you to break outside the, the normal box that you might live in when you think about soloing and go, oh, I never thought about jumping over something, or I never thought about sliding to a note after I play it, right? That's the kind of stuff I want you to be thinking about a little bit. Okay. So as you're playing along with a blues rhythm, whatever blues jam you like to use, you know, 
uh, again, the, the guitar course comes with a bunch of different jam tracks and things, but um, whatever it is that you're using, find something that's fairly slow and comfortable for you and just start kind of and then go, oh, I should add a pull off. Right, different kinds of things like that. What I would have my students, when I used to teach private lessons, what I would have my students do all the time is if we were going to jam together, the first thing I'd have them do is take out a piece of paper and write down ideas in their head. Hammer on, pull off, slide, bend, vibrato, play low, play high, play, you know, fast, slow, high, low, you know, different kinds of things like that. So as they're, as we're jamming together, they'd look at the piece of paper and go, oh, a band, okay. Or a vibrato or whatever, or slow down, don't play so much, right? Different kinds of things like that. I'd have them write these things down. So as they're soloing, um, they would think about it. And I want you to think about doing the same thing, okay? So again, I don't wanna waste your whole day. This is just a, a little segment of, of something that might help you with your soloing, getting started in soloing or making your solo sound better. And then tomorrow what we're gonna do is we're actually gonna learn the, the, the real secret to soloing with blues, um, which is the combining of major and minor together. So we're gonna do that tomorrow. And then on Saturday, we're gonna put it all together in an actual jam and, um, I'll give you a jam track and things like that to see if that helps you. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for your time. And please click on the link and learn more about my guitar course and have a wonderful day, okay? Take care. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. So for me, the problem was is when I would go to solo over like bluesier stuff like ACDC or whatever, I would either have to choose minor pentatonic or major pentatonic. And so oftentimes, like I remember somebody telling me once that, a great place to go major pentatonic in a 12 bar blues that we've been talking about is over the four chord. So I'd be like, oh, okay, well that must be what everybody does is everybody plays minor pentatonic over the one. And then when it goes to the four chord, that's when, that's when they'd go to the, the major pentatonic. And then when it goes back to the one chord, they go back to minor. Now, to be fair, it works, it, it sounds great. There is no hard and fast rule to that though. I mean, you could go major pentatonic anytime you want. Hey, Steve Stein here from guitarzoom.com and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to guitarzoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at guitarzoom.com.